today's Into Your Head number 627 for Friday, I outline the problems with Satan, manufactured noises in supermarkets as a retail tool, the world through a model aeroplane, the Jamiroquai view of life, heating coal mines, painting my keyboard yellow, and lots, lots more, hello. get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, oh topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics coming out of, ah topics coming out of this luminous yellow marker, a luminous yellow marker, ah let's see what comes out of it now, I'll try it out on the keyboard, I've got a beige keyboard, and if there's one thing you can say about a beige keyboard, is that anything that you add to it in terms of colour is bound to improve it. It's not certainly not going to uh, be to its detriment anyway. So there we go. Uh, let's make this keyboard yellow. Uh, let's paint the town red and the keyboard bright luminous yellow. It's not that bright now that I think about it. Uh, maybe it's the lighting or something. I accidentally painted the space bar there so you may have heard a noise from the computer. Uh, hopefully it didn't detrimentally affect the recording process. I don't think so. Uh, there's some dirt on the uh, what is that key? Whatever that key does, there's some dirt on it. Uh, which is surprising because I've never used that fucking key in my life. Uh, it was the dirtiest key on the keyboard. Ah, it's the thing between the Windows button on the right and the control button. Uh, there's a thing between. I don't know what it does. It's probably just there as a placeholder. The whole place is. Uh, that's so weird. That's the thing about design now these days. Everyone's on about placeholders. Uh, holding places. Uh, I've got most of the bottom. Uh, the bottom frame of the keyboard coloured in now. I might stop in a moment as I think we're also running out of ink. Uh, here we go. It's nice to finally get some use out of that marker. Uh, should I take a photo? Maybe I will. I might, I might and I might not at some point take a photograph of this keyboard or I might just clean it off and pretend this never happened. I think that might make more sense. I'm uh, trying to run a professional setup here. I'm not even drunk for Christ's sake and I'm here colouring in my keyboard. Uh, what purpose does that serve? What purpose? Uh, what purpose does that serve? Uh, does it serve the purpose of, uh, I don't know, uh, demonstrating my uh, freedom, my freedom, uh, freedom of choice, Wrangler jeans, freedom to, uh, freedom to paint the keyboard yellow and the town red, uh, freedom to do as I please, uh, do as you do unto others, uh, but also do as you please, uh, as long as it doesn't affect others. Uh, well, not in a negative way. Uh, what if what I hear you say if they don't want you to do things that affect them in a positive way and uh, well I say I, I would argue then that you've got a, a reasonable excuse and that you're doing something positive for them uh, the fact that they look negatively upon that uh, means they're detrimental they're being detrimental towards the positive spirit in this world if you get my drift I don't get my drift there's a bar called the drifter uh, it's a bit like a Twix except it tastes like crap uh, it's basically two bars too long 
parallel oblong bars uh, crammed into a confectionery wrapper, uh, just like the same way uh, a Twix is. Except the thing about the Twix is that you can eat it. You can put it in your mouth and eat it uh, without wanting to immediately uh, climb into a sewer and puke it out and eat the stuff that's in the sewer instead to get rid of the taste. Uh, unfortunately, you can't. The same cannot be said of a drifter. Although now that you mention it, maybe I do like drifters. I can't remember. I think I have a very much on-off relationship with the drifter bar. For one thing, I'm not exposed to it very often. Uh, but for another thing, I think sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. Or maybe I'm getting it mixed up with something else. Uh, something like, for example, the line bar. Now, the line bar, that's a whole different kettle of fish. The line bar is basically... Uh, it's a, oh, it's a, a bit. A line bar is basically a pile of nuts masquerading as a chocolate bar, masquerading as a pile of nuts. Uh, it's the same old crap you find in anything else. It's just basically a rice crispy bun. Uh, with eight gallons of chocolate around it and crammed into a confectionery sleeve just like any other bar so it's nothing special the only thing special about it is the cat on the wrapper a wild a wild cat wild as be damned uh, they should probably start selling sound effects on these packaging they do all this crap in supermarkets to pump out the smell of fresh bread artificially into their baking section I see no reason why they can't have chocolate bars making noises uh, you can do that. If you can do that, you can do anything. You can have the cornflakes cock uh, going cock a doodle do as you pass it by me. And then, of course, people would have to uh, people would have to copyright these noises. And then you'd have oh, their own brands would go bad. They'd say oh, uh, you can't own the sound of an animal for Christ's sake. We can do the sound of an animal uh, much cheaper than yours because we don't spend much money on fancy packaging and marketing, and it tastes exactly the same. So. Try Try our, uh, try our uh, brand-free uh, flakes of corn in the plain white box uh, that goes squawk, 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 squawk. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Two coal miners walk into a oh walk into a central heating sales room. Uh, one of the coal miners straight away goes up to the checkout and says hello. Uh, and the man behind the checkout says hello, sir. Can I help you? What will you be checking out today? And the man says the coal miner says I'd like to check out some of your uh, some of your mobile central heating appliances, please. And the man behind says certainly. How many? And he says. Well, I'd like to look at all of them. Uh, when I say check them out now, I don't mean uh, process payment here at the checkout. I think I might have uh, got off to a confusing start with you there. I don't know. We're getting ahead of ourselves there. Not ready to buy anything yet. I want to have a look at what you've got. Uh, that's what I want. And the man straight away says, How dare you, sir? Uh, you may not have a look at what I've got. What I've got is none of your business. Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a public shop where we sell things and you come and look at her wares you don't come and look at what, what I've got uh, what the fuck do you think this is a freaking uh, Christmas pa vulgar pantomime uh, a crap like that and the coal miner says I'll have you know that I was uh, while you were still in nappies I was down under the ground uh, under the ground where all the shit from your nappies gets dumped eventually uh, I was plucking out bits of coal from the shit uh, so that your hospital could be heated 
uh, so that you could be kept on ventilation and kept alive until you were ready to uh, ready to go off about your business as a toddler. Uh, so have a bit of respect. And the man behind the counter, uh, who by now isn't behind the counter anymore, he's moved out because uh, he's realised he has to make amends now. There's no time to be wasted. He's fucked up this encounter now. And if he's going to make a sales target by the end of the month, he'd better get his trousers on and get going here. And he leads the coal miner down towards the area where the heaters are. I says, sorry about that, sir. It appears we got off to a bad start due to a misunderstanding on your part, uh, for which uh, I take no... Ah, you know what I mean. Let's just let bygones be got bygones. Uh, bye bygones. Uh, let's wave at the bygones over there here now as a symbolic thing. Uh, normal people, of course, would just shake hands uh, to get this out of the way. Uh, but no, I have a feeling you won't want to shake my hand. And since you're down handling shit, apparently wrapped in with coal wrapped in it, I'm not sure I want to shake your hand either. No offence. Uh, so instead of a traditional handshake, we'll just wave. We wave over there at the bygones. We'll say bye bye bygones. Uh, let yourself out. Uh, don't let the big bed bugs bite. Uh, so they both stand there waving towards a, a corner near the door, saying bye bye bygones. And eventually, uh, one of them decides uh, maybe they're gone by now and we can move on. Uh, so they find themselves wandering over to the part of the showroom that has the uh, electric heaters. Was it? I think it was electric heaters. And the sales fella says, now oh, sir, here are some electric heaters. Uh, you'll find they're all designed uh, to create heat uh, from a fuel source known as electricity. And they're there to, oh, basically, they uh, create heat and channel it out into your room. Uh, now, have you any particular uh, use in mind for this heater that you're thinking of getting? And the coal miner says, "Yes, please. I'd like it to heat up the. I'd like to heat up the tunnels where I work. It's very cold down there, and since I'm uh, wasting my life away, half killing myself, creating, uh, creating fuel sources for the world, I don't think it's too much to." I have a bit of heat in my workplace. I believe it's one of my rights as a union worker anyway. Uh, so, what you want is an electric underground heater, sir. Okay, I think that might be more of a speciality thing and not something you'll find in the home showroom, uh, to be perfectly honest. And if I were you, I'd go off to your bosses and get them to talk to their suppliers. Uh, this, is more, this, isn't, this is more of a conventional heating uh, appliance showroom, but thank you very much for visiting uh can i interest you uh in uh oh what could i interest you in could can i interest you in being sold something else while you're here just so it doesn't feel like your whole day was a waste of time and the coal miner says i suppose you can yes you probably can i'm interested in i wouldn't mind a line bar now that you mention it i have a line bar do you sell those and the man says as a matter of fact we do i'm not completely sure why but you'll find that over at the checkout where we started this encounter we have a little confectionery stand uh, we also sell oh we also sell plastic daffodils for some reason I don't really understand the retail business anymore myself for apparently it's considered uh, someone's decided it's a good idea uh, so they do that uh, 
and then your man says okay and he sells him oh he sells him a line bar two line bars as it happens and then they part ways never to meet each other again and that's pretty much it that's the end of our uh, two. Oh, I forgot there was a second coal miner with him well, he just stood around uh, waiting for the other fella to do all the talking so he goes off with him as well uh, I'm sure you probably figured that much out for yourself you're not thick uh, you're not as thick as a fucking uh, thick as two short planks or two long if you got two short planks and said I'm going to rotate these uh, so the thickness will be considered the length and the length will be considered the thickness well then where would your uh, thick as two short planks uh, phrase be I'll tell you it would be meaningless as me as meaningless as a as a pile of uh, hay uh, sellotape to oh sellotape to a keyboard like this I don't have any hay here uh, I have some sellotape though I'll sellotape it to the uh, part of the keyboard that he heard me uh painting yellow with a marker earlier still yellow looks fucking ridiculous uh, I don't know whether it's going to come off now uh, well, it doesn't really matter I suppose anyway on with the show hello this is Jay Edgar Casey and whenever I am listening to fine podcasts I tune into the into your head program because it's it, it's very clean do you like batteries? You probably do. Do you like them having having them shipped free to your house uh, any time? If you buy them any time between now and the end of uh, the month of October, uh, if you buy enough batteries, they'll just ship them to your house for free. Free shipping. Uh, well, if you want any kind of battery under the sun, uh, go to intoyourhead.com. Uh, go down the right-hand side of the page and you'll see my ad for batteries. Uh, free shipping code link. Uh, all the details there. You just make a purchase of a minimum amount, uh, any kind of uh, batteries for your aeroplane, batteries for your bomb, uh, batteries for your iPhone, I presume, all sorts of batteries. If it's uh, if it's got battery written on it, then you can find it at all-battery.com uh, or wherever it is. Just go to intoyourhead.com and have a look there. Uh, if you buy before the 31st of October 2012, you get free shipping. A big fucking heavy battery that weighs a ton and they'll ship it free to you uh, not only that, every time you buy anything through my link uh, I get a cut of the action, doesn't cost you anything extra but it helps the show uh, as does doing all your Amazon shopping through my Amazon links, uh, just go to intoyourhead.com especially now when you're doing your Christmas shopping, go to intoyourhead.com and click through my Amazon links, uh, there's one for America, one for the UK and one for Canada and I get a major cut of the action every time you shop through them. It doesn't cost you a single fucking cent, uh, but you automatically become a patron of the podcast Jewel Art, uh, which makes you, in my eyes, a hero. A hero! Uh, you should be go down in history as one of the uh, one of the uh, salvators of this uh, this culture, because someone has to keep this culture going. We uh, can't be just. We can't be all just saying stuff and not recording it and putting it on the internet for prosperity. As we go around, as you go about your day now, there's people all around you. Uh, sounds like just a big mumble of a crowd, but they're all each saying things. And if we all had the resources, we could record where every single one of those people was saying and put her up on the internet for prosperity. Uh, but we don't. So you have to pick one or two persons and pick. Out 
out what they're today say and record all that and I'm doing all that here I'm recording everything I say that's worth saying and all you have to do is use my shopping links uh, thereby resulting in helping me to finance it continually on a three shows a week basis except with the occasional week off like John Stewart and Stephen Colbert uh, I think that's a good deal anyway into your head.com on with the show now uh I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking monkey nuts. Uh, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming dolloping piles of monkey nuts. And that's probably what he's going to say next. Uh, so I know this show, like clockwork, is pretty much the same uh, format every time. Uh, he does a bit where he says, you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. Uh, then he does a two cats walk into a bar or some variant thereof. Uh, then he does an ad. And then he does uh, monkey nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big steaming dolloping paws of monkey nuts. Or sometimes he does a, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking. Uh, etc. Uh, well, you're wrong about all that. I'm not doing any of those at the moment. I've completely uh, thrown you for a loop. I've thrown you, basically thrown you out the window. Uh, not in a violent way. Uh, don't worry, there's a trampoline outside. Although now that you mention it, there was a report in the news the other day uh, that the ah, medics, medics, some medical council is pleading with people not to give trampolines to children because of the huge amount of accidents that apparently occur to children using trampolines uh, they want the trampolines taken away and they think it's going to be safer if the children just jump out the window with no safety uh, thing at all presumably I don't know, I don't understand the world anymore, one day they're telling you uh, use a trampoline uh, next thing they're telling you don't use a trampoline but drink two cups of coffee a day and then next thing they're telling you don't drink coffee because it'll give you AIDS, uh, drink tea instead uh, drink green tea and then about a couple of days later they'll tell you uh, drink green tea but watch out for mould and it's quite hard to find mould on something that's green because mould is green isn't it well some of it is anyway if you get mould on cheese it's certainly green that's why they call it green mould it's because of its colour if everything was as simple as that I can tell you you wouldn't need all these uh, people with PhDs learning everything we could just colour code everything we could say oh uh, there's some green stuff called grass. We'll call that green grass. So people will know. Uh, anyone who's never seen grass before. I wonder what uh, grass is like. I'll look up what its full title is. And they'll look up in the dictionary. And it'll be called something like uh, gra green grass. And there'll be a thing in Latin beside it called gra uh, grass is greenness or something like that. We'll just go for the English version. It'll say green grass. And then they'll know. Oh, it's a green <laughs> Greed stuff. Uh, that narrows it down a lot. There's only so many things in this world uh, that can be uh, described as green without lying or being uh, coming off as an idiot and there's one thing people there's one thing people don't like to do in this world is come off as an idiot so that's uh, that's 33% of the problem dealt with already just by people having a bit of pride in themselves and not wanting to be seen as an idiot uh, so no that would help enormously anyway no uh, I know what you're thinking there though uh, you're thinking uh, 
uh, he's going to go off on one of his uh, I know what you're thinking there or else he's going to do a monkey nuts thing he'll go monkey nuts that's what they call them they call them big steaming dolloping balls of monkey nuts uh, monkey nuts to uh, rain down from the heavens uh, like in one of those uh, one of those biblical storms didn't they have biblical storms where things fell down from the sky uh, giant hailstones uh, giant rhinoceroses uh, bits of stones oh they were great for it there's nothing like a good old fashioned scary uh, shower of something that shouldn't be falling from the sky I can tell you that because uh, oh you hear all these stories if you read the if you read that newspaper that used to be available on American newsstands and supermarkets uh, what was it called the weekly world news oh you'd see stuff about uh, showers of uh, lightly falling cats falling out of the sky they'd have turnips blowing through the wind and landing on people's heads uh, sometimes you'd have uh, you know oh, now that you mention it you never hear of a, an up, upward precipitation you never hear of uh, rain falling upwards from the ground or any of these items these hailstones floating up st- upwards because of uh, ah, it could easily happen if there's a distortion in the gravitational field or a bit too more uh, a bit more violent evaporation of water than the normal yes surely that could be a thing <laughs> well, it sounds very realistic as well uh, that's why the national uh, the wor- weekly oh, what is it uh, not, not the, the weekly world news that's why it doesn't exist anymore they're unrealistic in their uh, big fancy stories that say oh uh, the grounds opened up and the count out of Sesame Street came up out of hell under the ground I said hello uh, I own all your children now I've been on Sesame Street for 40 years and I don't care that this new fellow who's running for president wants to take away my funding it's too late now I've taken over the world uh, I'm basically uh, I've basically used you as a puppet you the human populace uh, ironically uh, one uh, victory for me two victory for me etc whatever else the count does off says he'd probably stop doing that now he dropped the character and just do a normal uh, satanistic style thing whatever way satan talks I don't know how does satan talk he probably doesn't talk at all uh, he probably saves his energy for uh, burning people he probably burns people to a pulp and then he takes the ashes and then he sticks the ashes together and burns them as well and then he gets the ashes from that and he burns that as well and then he uses his magic to roll back time so he can do it all over again uh, absolutely fucking fantastic well it's not fantastic uh, don't get me wrong a uh, slip of the tongue there I didn't mean to praise Satan or any of his works there I have no I would not give Satan the time of day were he to walk in here although it would be pretty obvious after a man like that he'd just look out the window uh, see where the sun's pointing and he'd say oh I'd say it's about an hour past midday and he'd be largely right about that uh, it's nine minutes past one in the afternoon uh, so at least the man can tell the time that's one thing you can be said for him if you want to find something positive to say about Satan you can say you can probably tell the time uh, what, uh, what else what, I don't know so if that's the best you can say about someone though I don't know 
Oh, look, he's great at telling you what time of day it is. Time is artificial. Now, what if he ends up going into some other world where there's a different time system? He won't know where he is. Uh, they have a different sun with different habits. Uh, that's no use to you at all. That's like learning uh, a local language and being great at it. That's no use to you when you go abroad, I can tell you, Satan. You're up there with your uh, burning people to pulp and then uh, burning their ashes and all this other stuff. Uh, but try having holding up an intelligent conversation with them and see if we can progress this universe past uh, basic concepts of good and evil and see how far you get without language and time I can tell you and then you'll, then you'll find your limitations uh, Satan that's your real name you big gobshite Days. In today's day and age, uh, all you need really as you go about your day is your pet cat, a uh, place to leave a roof over your head and a model aeroplane. That's what you need. If you have a model aeroplane, you have everything. Put a model aeroplane in the middle of your dining room table and everything else will come. You'll just sit there. Uh, people will come along and say, oh, is that a model aeroplane? And you'll say, yes, it is. Uh, I didn't really have room for my real one here, so I just got a model one. It's a pretend aeroplane. Uh, requires Oh, it requires uh, the observer to have a bit of an imagination. You have to pretend it's an aeroplane. Uh, in fact, there's nothing there at all. The table is completely empty. Uh, oh, this is how you test people, though. If you want to test whether you want them into your lives, bring them up to your empty table and say, look at my pretend aeroplane there. What do you think of it? And if they say, what pretend aeroplane? I don't see any pretend aeroplane. You say, oh, do you see a real one? and they'll say no and you'll say well then there's the pretend aeroplane uh, if you don't have that much of an imagination uh, then I'm not sure you're the type of person I want in my dining room having a discussion about something that I can see very plainly there in my mind's eye is a model aeroplane because how the fuck are you going to have a real aeroplane on the table and that's of course Table Mountain in Cape Town uh, but there's no airport on Cape Table Mountain in Cape Town and while it might look fantastic having a plane uh, land on Table Mountain in Cape Town. There's a good chance that if it did, it would be a crash landing. Uh, it'd be quite hard to get a plane down from there as well. Uh, so no, no, let's not have any. Uh, let's not have any real planes on tables. Let's have imaginary planes. And uh, if there's nothing more imaginary of a plane than a plane that isn't there. Uh, to use a favor, that's what you need to tell the kids today. There's more to life than real. Things have some fake things like uh, don't be telling them. Oh, uh, that tick mark on your runner, for example, that doesn't need to be real, that can be imagined. Just imagine that you have a tick mark on your runner uh, and imagine that. Oh, imagine that it was made by imaginary elves in a sweatshop in Thailand, uh, just like the real ones, except they were imaginary, so no, uh, no, no one gets harmed. Uh, same with the iPhones, all those people jumping off that 
start building allegedly in that place where they make the iPhones. Uh, pretend it's an imaginary iPhone. Get a virtual iPhone. It's probably a software. I'm sure there's, there's software emulators that you can put on a PC. Uh, emulate an iPhone. Uh, just like an old Pac-Man emulator that you get for your iPhone, ironically. Uh, no, no. Uh, the virtual world is the way to go. It's the way to go. If we're going to proceed with this society, I can tell you, the best way to do is to make everything virtual. Uh, virtual, as Jamiroquois used to say, he said, uh, futures made of virtual insanity always seem to be governed by this love we have for <laughs> twisting other new technology. Oh, now there is no sound. Because we all live underground. Oh, that brings us nicely back to the miners. The miners underground listening to Jamiroquai. Oh, they probably got a pack of cornflakes that had uh, Jamiroquai MP3 on us to attract them into buying it. And that's what they bought the cornflakes with the Jamiroquai on them. Oh, futures made of virtual insanity. Oh, always twisting other new technologies oh now there is no sound because we all live underground they don't really work live underground they just work there oh maybe they spend nights there i don't know how mining works it's like an oil uh, an oil uh, mining craft in the sea where you have to stay there for a month at a time uh, or do you just turn up for work every day i suppose it depends how deep it is and i can tell you if there's one thing i don't mind on this program is getting deep deep into an issue uh, unfortunately we've run out of time so thank you for this good morning if you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's programme, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Help support this free podcast. Go to intoyourhead.com slash tipjar. Sit, Kofi, sit. Good cat. Intoyourhead.com.